You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Kate Boykin from Trees Charlotte. Now, everybody in Charlotte, if you've ever flown over the city, you have seen the beautiful tree canopy. And I, I will tell you, you probably won't notice it until you come back on an airplane because you've been someplace and you haven't seen trees. And then you fly back in and you're like, damn, our city is green. Like it's nice. It's, it, it just has a good feeling, especially if you're coming from like Arizona. Um, just saying. So let's talk a little bit about Tree Charlotte. Now, Charlotte once earned the uh, designation of Tree City USA, but we have lost a significant part of our canopy to development over the last 10 years. The city is working on saving trees as part of its comprehensive plant, but a local organization, or comprehensive plan, excuse me, but a local organization has been at it for a while. Tree Charlotte is a public and private nonprofit whose mission is to grow and diversify the city's tree canopy through education and tons of planting projects. And when we say education, we really mean it. Now, not only does Tree Charlotte give away trees, they make sure you know how to take care of them. And we're so excited to have their lead educator here, who is super passionate about it, um, Kate with uh, Tree Charlotte, to talk about this and some more things on this episode of the Brand Butters Podcast. She is somebody that came all the way from California, then Wisconsin, and now she's in the Queen City. And we're so excited to learn. Kate, thank you and welcome to this episode of the Brand Butters Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and talk some trees with you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Uh, so Brian alluded to it, but tell us uh, a little bit about yourself first, where you grew up and how you chose environmental studies uh, sure. to pursue. Absolutely. So I, I always knew that wildlife and environmental issues were a passion of mine. I remember learning about climate change as young as first grade and being really concerned about it um, back then. Um, so I, I really, from a young age, always knew that would be my passion. Um, and then as that kind of grew, I explored different fields. Um, I was primarily interested in wildlife and animals first. I feel like a lot of kids kind of gravitate towards the animal aspect of it. Um, but then I realized I kind of wanted to take a more holistic view when um, it came to wildlife preservation. So rather than, you know, being uh, a vet or, you know, working at a zoo, which is really, of course, awesome and admirable and important, um, I wanted to be a part of that solution when it came to primarily habitat loss, climate change, pollution, things like that. So I went to the University of Wisconsin in Madison, and I double majored in environmental studies and conservation biology. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. I, so very, Smart. Yeah. <laughs> very, very focused um, on, you know, that kind of aspect of my life um, and those passions. And then I graduated in 2020 and I moved to Charlotte and I found Trees Charlotte. And that's kind of what has been my focus since then. Um, I recently got the ISA Arborist certification. Um, so uh, that kind of um, made me appreciate trees any, even more and uh, grow my passion for them, grow my knowledge for them. Um, and that's kind of where I am today. And I really realized that urban forestry was important to me um, because, you know, I believe in, of course, making people healthier and happier. Um, and, you know, I appreciate wildlife habitat, want to mitigate climate change. But also, as much as I um, am admirable about those people who can spend months doing research out in the forest, living in a tent, I am not that kind of girl. <laughs> um, I really wish I we was. We need them too. I know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of like a four or five day 
days and then I need a hot shower kind of a person. So I knew I wanted to be um, somewhere in an urban environment. So um, Trees Charlotte and being in a, a city with such a rich canopy um, has been really, really great. Very cool. How'd you find Tree Charlotte? And is that the reason you came to Charlotte? Yeah, it is the reason I came to Charlotte. Um, I, you know, I graduated in 2020 and I'm like, now it's time to be a real person. So let's look for a job. And well, first, good for you for making that step. I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you landed in a good spot. I and did. So tell us a little bit more about Tree Charlotte and, and the work you're doing there. Yeah. So Tree Charlotte started in 2010 and our first formal planting season was in 2012. Um, and the city of Charlotte did a really comprehensive tree canopy study um, and found that a significant portion of tree loss is happening on private property. And of course, the city can't do really anything about tree loss on private property. And there was no entity to um, really address that kind of situation. So from there, Trees Charlotte um, was born to increase tree canopy uh, for homeowners, um, for schools, houses of faith, um, really kind of areas that the city of Charlotte can't take care of and really kind of support them through that. Because before Tree Charlotte, you know, with the solution for tree loss was, you know, go to Lowe's and plant some trees. So uh, we're really there to support those efforts. Um, in our findings, we found that we are losing tree canopy very, very rapidly. Um, we did another tree canopy study back in 2018, and we found that uh, Charlotte has 45% tree canopy, which is really, really great. Um, the American Forest Service recommends that cities have between 40 and 60% tree canopy to be considered a healthy city, you know, to have healthy canopy. Mm. So 45%, at least as of 2018, is super great, but we are slowly going down and down and down. So in that same study we found in 2012, we had 49% tree canopy. So a 4% loss in that six-year period. And now in 2022, we haven't reassessed yet, but um, the estimates are closer to 44, 43. So we're slipping very dangerously close uh, past uh, lower than that 40%, which is what we want to avoid. And tell us why, why does that matter, right? I mean, I think from just the normal person that lives in the city understands that having trees is great because mm -hmm. we need to breathe and it can support the environment. But I don't think people really understand why a city would need that much canopy. And I just love to hear why this should be so important to everybody that is listening to this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of people know, you know, trees and oxygen and climate change and all that great stuff. But um, really, trees are so important to a city like Charlotte because we are dealing with extreme um, urban heat island effect in the summers, um, which is significant in terms of uh, heating and cooling costs. Um, and of course, just overall um, health, uh, especially when it comes to urban heat. A lot of people are surprised to know that heat is the number one weather-related killer of people in the world. Um, people think it's mm. something dramatic like a tornado or a tsunami, but it's simply just heat. So um, trees can reduce urban heat by as much as 15 degrees, and that wow. for some people can be a matter of heat stroke or life or death in certain communities. Um, trees are also really beneficial to mental health. Um, as we're going back to work and back to school, Trees are proven to um, help people relax during work breaks and actually improve focus, especially in kids when they get back into the classroom, if they spend time playing in green spaces around trees as opposed to like concrete jungle gyms. Um, and especially after COVID, um, you know, that kind of 
messed things up a little bit for us um, socially. I know, you know, kids are kind of struggling in schools um, with that transition. So uh, the ways that we can help them is by promoting green space and trees um, in schools and around children as well. And really there are so many other benefits. Of course, I could talk about, you know, wildlife, climate change, stormwater mitigation, but there's even things that are so um, niche, people don't even think about them. Trees are proven, or streets lined with trees, people will drive slower and safer um, with tree-lined streets, which is something that one would never think about. So you see, you know, you're driving through those neighborhoods and there's like, slow down, our kids are playing. But, you know, having good tree canopy is a way to slow people down. Um, uh, People are less likely to do kind of like petty crimes like vandalism littering um in well-greened and well-trained areas so there's so many benefits you know i could probably take up my whole time talking about why trees are awesome but um, those are some ways that trees are really important in an urban setting i find when people are listing why trees are important they talk about forests which of course um are important but um bringing trees and having trees in the spaces that we live and we work and we play is just as important as preserving forests how do you go about do you work with developers in specific uh you know how do you go about controlling it or mitigating that number yeah absolutely going lower yeah so um we kind of have two main ways that will help so developers um when they develop a piece of land are required to preserve or replant between 10 and 15 percent um, of the trees that they take out. However, if a developer chooses to go above and beyond that number, uh, we will help them out with that. So um, for we normally do free trees, but we do have a cost to trees for developers. But of course, we still do, you know, a big planting event. Uh, the volunteers, you know, are free. And it's also just a really great way to show that they you know, are um, welcoming to the community and really want to be a part of the solution. So uh, if any developer wants to go above and beyond their required trees, we will help them out with that. Um, And another, you know, main portion of what we do is simply education and educating people on how important trees are, not only with planting, but also preserving trees. Um, Mature trees hold so many more benefits than younger, newly planted trees. And even though, you know, the young trees will grow up, it's going to take several decades for them to reach that point of Mm -hmm. providing significant benefits. Um, So really kind of changing the culture of the way people see trees and developers see trees is, gonna, is really important to us. Um, there are really, there are two types of infrastructure that we say there's gray infrastructure, which is, you know, roads, sidewalks, buildings, utilities, and then there's green infrastructure, you know, which is parks, urban trees, green ways. Um, and historically, green infrastructure has taken a back seat to that gray infrastructure, where it's kind of said like, oh, you know, I like trees, trees are nice and they provide benefits, but, you know, I need to make sure to get my shed up first or I need to, you know, do these gray infrastructure steps first. But we really want green and gray to go hand in hand, just as, you know, you need to have proper plumbing and running water and things like that in buildings. Um, We want people to say like, oh, yeah, we need to make sure we have running water, you know, proper plumbing, proper electricity, and good trees, and preserve our trees. And that should be at the table um, when it comes to um, developing and replanting and things like that. We want people to think of it as just as important as what we consider necessary right now. 
Yeah, I, I love that. So I live in South Charlotte. I'm blessed to be in a cul-de-sac on an acre that backs into McAlpine Creek. Basically floodplain, greenway, that mm -hmm. whole thing. And I love it. Like the canopy that we have behind our house is absolutely incredible. One of the things that um, we learned on our podcast previously was from the Orman Group. And you mentioned here creep murder. Um, now, I did not know about creep murder, but um, I did it a couple of years ago before I had him on our podcast. And now I haven't done that to any of my my beautiful trees. Sure. And they're they're just they're amazing now. They're like way more healthy. Yeah. But I want to learn like I don't think people realize the importance of their trees. What's the biggest mistake you might make? And I know creep murder is one of those. Yeah, that's probably uh, the biggest one that we see. So creep murder is kind of a tongue in cheek term for when. Um, someone or uh, hire someone or does it themselves to essentially top their trees. So topping is kind of like giving your tree a buzz cut in a way. <laughs> um, and that's really what we want to avoid. Trees have a specific structure where they really don't like to be cut like that. It's mainly done to keep trees short. So if you have trees that might be too tall that have been planted, say, under like power lines and they need to keep them short, they'll kind of like go in and and buzz them off at the top, but that's really not the way to do it. There's there's proper uh, pruning methods that are much more preferred. So a way to avoid that is I would say um, is to make sure who you hire for your tree care has ISA certified arborists on staff, has insurance, can show you um, in multiple ways that they are qualified to do the work uh, that needs to be done without harming your tree. Um, unfortunately, we call it kind of two guys in a bucket truck. Anyone can kind mm -hmm. of go out and call themselves a tree care service, but they aren't necessarily in the business of tree care, don't have that uh, biological understanding of trees. Um, and that's really what we want to avoid. So we want to, again, educate people on knowing who to pick when it comes to their tree care. Because I'll see time and time again, um, someone's tree has decay on the inside because one time someone made a flush cut and decay got in and now like the entire tree is at risk um, of falling on a house or being dangerous. So having um, good tree care workers is something that is so, so, so important. Um, and then another thing is simply right tree, right place. Um, this is a really common practice in the arboriculture field, which is in order to avoid having to buzz cut trees that are too tall under power lines, don't plant trees that are too tall under power lines, you know? <laughs> Understand Seems like that, common sense. Right, <laughs> doesn't it? You would think, but... Um yeah, you know, don't plant a tree that's going to get 50 feet tall uh, under something that's important or too close to your house. Um, there are plenty of different species, um, so much tree diversity that you can choose trees that will only get maybe 15 to 20 feet tall for this area or larger for this area. Or, you know, like you said, you live in a floodplain, so choosing tree species that can tolerate wet feet, you know, like a river birch or a bald cypress, um, that's going to be super, super important. Um, in terms of the longevity of these trees and keeping them healthy. So you also um, talked a little bit about um, taking care of these trees. And I think one thing that worries a lot of people, you know, I'm, I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Mm -hmm. And we moved into our home and an oak tree fell on our house within mm -hmm. like a month and a half. And immediately I was like, I want to cut down every oak tree that's within yeah. my house. Mm -hmm. right? Now we didn't do that, mm -hmm. obviously. But it's scary. Sure. You, know, you sit there and you're like, I don't. Like, I don't need to go into my son's room and then there's an oak tree through there. Yeah. What can people do to make sure that their trees are healthy? What can they do to make sure 
mm-hmm. that they're doing the right thing. Yeah. So having your tree um, checked out again by like a certified arborist is going to be super important um, every you know few years or so just to make sure that is still sound and structurally healthy. Very rarely would a perfectly healthy tree ever just like fall. Um, there's usually going to be you know something wrong with it and. Um, so getting making sure that they're healthy and getting them checked out is going to be really really great um we do understand that there is a risk associated with trees but you know there kind of is with everything you wouldn't not drive your car because you could potentially get an accident you know so that's kind of how we view trees um but the best you can do to keep them healthy um that will mitigate the risk of them a lot so for mature trees getting them checked out and then also keeping them healthy from a young age um Train pruning when a tree is young can mitigate so many issues that we see in older trees like, you know, poor branch structure, co-dominant stems, things like that where the tree will like split. Um, I'll see so many mature trees where I'm like, oh my gosh, that is like $5,000 worth of work to remove that dangerous branch and that could have been a super quick snip. 50 years ago so just having that knowledge and you know getting that um, education out there in terms of tree care um, is super super important that's so cool so tell us you guys have a program you can get free trees but you can also get trees and support trees and all these things so what is that program about because go to Lowe's right now and see how expensive a tree is. I know. I'm down for some free trees. Yeah, (laughs) please. Um, Absolutely. So uh, Tree Charlotte, like we kind of have two main programs. One is our tree days where we'll get volunteers and we'll go out and we'll plant trees. And we plant trees in neighborhood common spaces, schools, houses of faith, and other nonprofit spaces, and occasionally for profit spaces, as I kind of talked about earlier with developers. Um, so those are kind of like our big planting days. They're a lot of fun. They are October through March, which is the tree planting season in Charlotte. So it did just end. Um, we find that planting trees in the summer is really stressful on them and their survivorship is much lower. So October through March, uh, we'll go out and plant. It's almost every Saturday morning, takes a couple hours and they're just a lot of fun. Um, bring your family, kids will come out, especially when we do schools, we like to have students come out and help plant. Um, and it's really just a blast. You know, we have music and everybody is trained on site and it's a really great time. And then um, to get trees for your home. So uh, we have these events called tree adoptions, which is really great. They're formerly known as tree stores, but we change them to tree adoptions because they are free trees and we want people to really again about changing that culture take ownership of their trees and have love for their trees so just as much as you would you know and adopt a pet or a cat or a dog uh, you're adopting your tree and it's with you for life and you need to care for it and nurture it um, you know so that it can grow up to be strong and healthy and give all the awesome benefits that it gives but that's also October through March and people can come through during those events and pick up two free trees uh, for their home and the scale of those varies so two we have two citywide ones per year so uh One's in the fall, one's in the spring, and anyone within the city of Charlotte can come and pick up trees. And then we also split them up in terms of zip codes. So we'll have like a university area one where we'll select like three zip codes in that area, a Steel Creek one, and then we kind of go towards different sections of Charlotte um, to target those areas. And most importantly, to make sure that our tree distribution is equitable um, amongst the different areas in Charlotte. But that's also a really great program. 
Uh, when people pick up their trees, they go through a tree planting demonstration so that you know what you're doing. You can ask questions. Um, and again, we believe that a tree being planted properly in the right place is the best way for it to, for it to survive a really long time. You know, one of the mentions, um, well, my, I'll just tell you this quick story. So my mother and father-in-law moved into like a new development. Mm-hmm. And when these new developments, they're just cleaning house and then building these these homes. Yeah. And there's just no trees. Yeah. So they actually used the street trees program that you have. And now their entire street is lined with these beautiful trees. Now, mm-hmm. they're small trees right now, but they knew the importance. And literally every single neighbor was like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And so tell us about like the street trees program, because that's pretty cool. And, and I don't think people understand that. You know, the city might own it, but they might also be able to come in there and put some really amazing trees. Yeah, absolutely. So if people want trees um, for their street, so in the median, so that's going to be kind of like the uh, strip of grass between the sidewalk and the road. Um, uh, the Just call the city or email the city and they'll come in and they'll put trees um, there in that area. Um, but if your neighborhood owns the street um, and like owns that area, then Tree Charlotte can come in and put in all of those um, trees for you. And again, have that really great big communal uh, planting event. Um, one of our favorite things to do is sometimes we'll combine our tree days, so a planting event with a tree adoption. So in neighborhoods that are newly developed, um, we'll come in with volunteers and we get people from the neighborhood to plant um, in neighborhood common spaces. And then um, we'll also in that same day host a private tree adoption for that neighborhood. So literally within a span of three, four hours, that neighborhood went to barely any trees to be just filled with trees because now the common spaces have trees people came through and each household picked up two trees um and it just looks so beautiful and so much better and especially in 10 20 30 years that neighborhood is going to be uh have really full rich canopy that's awesome it's really cool that is awesome. that's one thing i just love about the city and certainly we we should all want to preserve that for all the reasons you just talked about yeah as a nonprofit, how do you all go about raising funds and what do you need from our community to continue to be successful? Yeah, absolutely. So we um, are almost solely um, donation-based and um, sponsorship-based. So um, donations help. We uh, The cost for us purchasing a tree plus planting and watering it is about $100 per tree. But again, you know, we plant them for free. We give them away for free. So uh, of course, financial support is always appreciated. Um, but a great way that you... Um, can support, especially during a time like now during the growing season, which is the non-planting season, uh, is to simply just be an advocate for trees, be that person um, who is, you know, speaking up about the importance of trees and um, understands that the the care for them is necessary to keep our city healthy. Um, You know, we've talked a lot about developers, but I think people are surprised to know that a significant tens of thousands of trees per year are being lost on single family units simply due to, you know, uh, remodels, flipping houses, things like that. So it's happening on an individual scale too. And we find a lot of people 
when that happens, they're like, oh, yeah, I had to take out a tree or two. You know, it, it stinks. But thousands of people per year are doing that same thing. So one or two trees amounts to tens of thousands of trees every single year. So being that neighbor, being that family member who says, hey, you know, I know you really want to put this shed in your backyard or remodel your house. You know, have you talked to an arborist who maybe can be who can work with your development team and work with your remodeling team to see how you can preserve the trees on your property and also you know accomplish your remodeling goals um so being that voice in your community is super super essential because like i said we are mainly a tree planting nonprofit in terms of the physical tangible things that we do um, but preservation comes from a point of education and awareness and caring so uh, that is really really significant so be that voice and speak for the trees not to quote the Lorax or anything. No. I know it's a little cliche, but, you know. It's cool. Hey, you, guys, makes sense. you guys have made a huge impact. I mean, 42,463 trees planted or distributed. Mm-hmm. One of the coolest things you guys have, and please go check this out on treescharlotte.org, is you actually have a tree map. Mm-hmm. And you can click the tree map, and it will show you every single tree that they've planted and where. I just did it, and I've now noticed that a couple of my neighbors have also been through the <laughs> program awesome. and done that. So yeah. you can check this out. I guarantee you know somebody in your neighborhood within at least a mile of you that has worked with Tree Charlotte, that have planted a tree through one of their different programs, and that is just so cool. Um, how can people get involved? What do you need from our community, whether that's corporations, whether that's people that are listening, and what's the best way besides we want everybody to plant a tree if you're listening to this go plant a tree that's what we're going to talk about but how can they get involved to support you to continue uh, to elevate what tree charlotte is doing yeah absolutely so definitely check us out uh follow us on social media uh if you don't have the capacity to plant a tree yourself come out and volunteer with us during the planting season um we're always you know looking for more engagement um, you know, donations, corporate sponsorships. I do lots of educational activities, especially with, you know, schools, corporate groups, really um, uh, people of all ages and all backgrounds. So um, definitely check me out. I'd love to come and speak with your group about trees and why they're so important. And um, of course, uh, advocate for trees because they're really great and really awesome. You know, I'm going to say something. My wife will probably laugh at this, but when my my first son was born in 2018, um, for her birthday, I didn't really know what like my young son would give my wife. So we went and bought an oak tree. And so oh, we, yeah. we planted it. And my wife originally was kind of like, cool, you bought me a tree, right? <laughs> now, that was four years ago. And this thing has now grown like 10 feet. And it has beautiful red leaves. Yeah. And it's awesome. And my wife loves it now. Um, and it was just something where, you know, women are probably looks like he got his wife a tree, you know what I mean? They gotta be kidding me. But it's something that we look at and not only are we watching our son grow, but we're watching this tree grow yeah. as well and how small it was when we grew it or we, when we planted it and now how big it is. It's kind of like, it's just crazy. It's kind of like yeah. the journey together. So anyways, that's my little story yeah. of planting a tree. It was, it was something that maybe wasn't as, you know, um, accepted at the time, but now it's really, really cool. Yeah, the reality is you come back. 20 years from now when he's he's a grown young man and hey we planted that tree and then it's Mm -hmm. a full-grown tree and a healthy mature tree can like have an appraisal value up to ten thousand dollars trees and well-treated neighborhoods um increase property values so there's that you know that's interesting there you go and they also hold soil together and oh yeah prevent runoff and yeah absolutely for sure 
That's so cool. So what um, I, I do have one question before we, we kind of get this rocking is you mentioned, you know, uh, there's so many people out there that are doing landscaping. There's so many tree mm-hmm. companies out there that call themselves arborists, but the, are they really arborists? Yeah. Like what is there a list of resources on your website of ones that you guys partner with that we potentially could go and say, hey, these are ones that we know will take care of it? Because I, look, I got a guy right next door who literally just cut all the, the crepes. Is it crepes? Cre- yeah. Crepe myrtles. Crepe myrtles. Yeah. Literally top them off like. Mm-hmm. Two days ago. Yeah. And and I'm just over there like, murder. He's a little murder. late on that. He's a little I know, late. I know. So is that is that something that you guys do as well? Mm-hmm. To kind of, because I think that's kind of the hardest part. I mean, I love doing all my own yard work, but I know a lot of people don't. And right. there's a lot of people that might not even ask. And these they just say, here's the, the money every month. And they take care of the yard. And they're yeah. putting any type of pesticide they want. And they're cutting trees down. Yeah. They don't even care. Like, is that something where you guys can point us in the right direction to use a, a company that will not not only look out for the trees, but look out for really the, the health of your entire yard? Yeah, absolutely. So um, on our website, you know, under tree education resources, we have a tab that's called post-planting and mature tree care. And on that page, we have a list of some really great tree care companies that we trust, that the city of Charlotte trusts, um, that you know is going to do um, really great work. They have good extensive plant health care programs which is a really important practice in arboriculture, which takes a holistic view, um, not only at your tree, but the landscaping as a whole. So they don't, you know, just go in immediately with pesticides. They try to look for alternative solutions first. Um, And that's going to be something that's really important because at the end of the day, you know, we are an environmental nonprofit. So, of course, um, we... um, want to make sure not only our trees are healthy, but also our waterways are healthy, our air is healthy. Um, So having a tree care company that also has that same view um, and isn't just trying to get out there and make a quick buck is going to be super, super essential and really important. Um, And again, um, just having that education out there is going to be really um, essential as well, making sure your tree is well mulched when it's young, that it's getting the water it needs, but of course not too much water. Um, We find that people tend to over fertilize um, when it comes to that. So just, you know, letting people know um, how to take care of their trees because it can be different than taking care of other plants um, is really essential because then that way if you know a little bit about tree care you can kind of better like suss out uh, the people who are taking care of your trees and really kind of understand like all right like does this make sense based on what I know Um, so definitely check out all of that awesome resources on our website I have lots of blogs it would mean the world to me if you read them I worked very hard on them how do do we read them tell us tell us tell us how to get in touch with you absolutely so our website is treescharlotte.org and you can just find any sort of tree resources you need um, everything from you know how do I properly fertilize my tree to why do trees change color in the fall um, really um, anything you wanted to know uh, is going to be on there um, you follow us on Facebook which is just trees Charlotte and our Instagram is trees CLT and I'm currently working on a TikTok as well. Nice. Which awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. And if, if you have kids, they also have children's resources, which yeah. is really, really cool. Like different activity sheets, you know, start educating your children on the importance of trees, but also get out there and plant trees with your kids. That's pretty neat. One of the questions that I always have when I go, go to anywhere is like, well, what trees should I be planting? That's another great thing that they have. Mm-hmm. They have an entire section on their tree selection. Um, and I know that uh, she'd be willing to help you uh, if you, if you Absolutely. need to know what trees you want to plant but this is really cool i I really challenge everybody when it is 
uh, planting season because right now it's growing season, which I, I'm learning as well. Um, but once we get into the fall and it's a little bit cooler, you know, make that part of your your yearly thing. If you have the space, uh, please do it because if everybody were to plant one tree, uh, we would start getting that number going up. Uh, as far as our canopy and not going down. So yeah. that's so awesome. Um, thank you so much. This has been very, very informative. I, I, I've learned a ton and I've always liked trees, but I don't really call myself like a an arborist or somebody that truly understands it. So I think this resource is amazing to go into Tree Charlotte. Uh, and that's really, really cool. And we're glad we snagged you from California and Wisconsin. This seems like a steal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. I, I love Charlotte and, you know, living in different places across the country, you know, every every place has its different kind of like main landscape feature, you know, like whether it be oceans or lakes or mountains, you know, Charlotte is truly its trees. That's the number one thing people notice. Um, my, my mom is very tongue in cheek. And when she first came to visit me, she flew in. She's like, why do you work for a tree nonprofit? There seems to be tons of trees here. What are you talking about? They don't need you. You know, you should come back home. But I'm like, you know, the canopy is declining. And, you know, if we want to keep um, such a signature piece of Charlotte, we really need to take an active approach in planting and preserving our trees. You know, that brings up one question, and, I, and I'm, I'm coming back to it. But, you know, with all of like you look at South End, you look at how many high rises we're, we're, we're mm -hmm. building. And I've seen some stuff that have gone viral on, you know, Instagram or whatnot, where it's like a high rise and then like the very top of the building, they have like literally a forest mm -hmm. or like a garden. Mm -hmm. Is that something that, that you're working with like big developers to try to incorporate, you know, gardens as well? And, and I don't know, that's just kind of off the hip. I'm like, I've seen these, like, I think there might be in like Japan where they literally yeah. have like, it looks yeah. like a Singapore forest. Has yeah. A lot yeah. Of okay. Those. Yeah. 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 Those are, that would be great. Um, right? Maybe that's like, you know, Tree Charlotte in the next 10 years, you know, <laughs> um, but right now there really is, you know, enough uh, clear cutting and space in Charlotte that we're just going to kind of focus on that right now. Um, but that would be really awesome. I know it would. it's definitely a big project because you have to have, you know, roofing that supports the weight of a bunch of soil and a bunch of trees and things like that. Um, but that would that would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. I'm just shifting yeah. gears a little bit. No, just, very cool. <clears throat> I just followed you guys on Instagram and I realized yeah. that Jane Myers is now your executive director. She, is. she was with First Tee, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jane. Yeah, we, we know her. Jane. Jane's and awesome. so please tell her hello. Yeah, I will. And you you have great leadership. Yes. She's oh, yeah. an awesome gal and has a lot of experience in, in the nonprofit yeah. world. She's yeah. great so. and she's really helping us, you know, get to that next level. Um, after the first 10 awesome. years, we're kind of entering a new phase for the next 10 years of, you know, growth going um and yeah she's been really integral in that process it's awesome yeah congrats on your arborist uh certificate thank you That's i have awesome. my last question what's a tree yeah. master a tree master oh my gosh we absolutely adore a tree master so our tree masters are specially trained volunteers that help us um, manage the day of volunteers during our tree planting days so you know we'll have tree planting events where we're planting two three hundred trees um, and we will have hundreds of volunteers in that process and we're a staff of five so five people uh, going around trying to manage, you know, 150, <laughs> 200 people, that's a lot. And making sure they're planting the trees correctly um, is, would just be way too hectic with all the other stuff we've going on. So 
In September, we have our Tree Master training program uh, where uh, people who are really, really passionate about trees can come and learn how to plant a tree properly um, in a lot more depth than the day of volunteers would typically get. Um, and they're also trained on volunteer management. So then we pair one Tree Master with about 10 to 20 day of volunteers, and they go through and they help answer questions. They do the planting demonstration for them, and they check the trees while the day of volunteers are planting and making sure that they're done right. Um, because, of course, it would be very lame to come back, you know, a few weeks later and the tree's crooked or, mm -hmm. you know, it dies a year later because it was planted improperly. Um, so uh, our tree masters are our really awesome quality check volunteer manager people. Love awesome. it. This has been awesome. Thank you, Thank you so much for joining us, Kate. Um, tree Charlotte. Check them out, treescharlotte.org. Um, like we always mention, you know, like, share, comment, get your kids involved, plant trees. Um, this is something that is very, very important, not only for our health, but really just the the beauty of this city um, and, and preserving what's made this city so great. So, Kate, thank you so much for coming to the Queen City. Thank you for jumping into this organization. Uh, we look forward to supporting it and uh, just are very appreciative that you joined us to talk a little bit about this. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Excellent. Until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.